Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare, and you've found the place where we talk horses. Today, we're talking to Michelle Navarro. Michelle grew up with horses, worked as a veterinary technician, and is also the owner of a small family ranch in Gilroy, California, where she boards, feeds, rescues horses of all different breeds. Her ranch is also home to ponies, goats, pigs, donkeys, chickens, ducks, dogs, and emu. The ranch mascot, who is an amazingly friendly Brahma bull named Cow Cow, and millions of flies who have found their way to her ranch. As a horse owner, we all battle flies at some time or another. We're all looking for solutions that are affordable and effective. Michelle is the owner, founder, and creator of an all-natural organic fly spray for animals called Stop Buggin'. I've been using Stop Buggin' on my horses for about two weeks now and found it really effective. I wanted to talk to Michelle about her company, her products, and how she developed her business. Good day, Michelle. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us today. Give us a little bit of horse background about you personally. Well, I was a veterinary technician in small animals for probably about 20 years. And then I moved into the equine side of the veterinary world and ended up getting a ranch here in Gilroy. And the rescues just seemed to find me. (laughs) (laughs) As they do, I think. As they do. (laughs) Once you have one, they all seem to know the the friendly heart there. Exactly. How did you come about developing your, why, why did you have a need for fly spray? Well, we have horses, so you have to have fly spray. But I, you know, I worked all day out in the field with the veterinary world and you're spraying horses with fly spray there. And then at home, you're fly, spraying fly spray. And then I also had a summer camp for kids for a while and you're spraying fly spray and these are city kids that the parents are like what are you spraying and go wash your hands Johnny so I knew there had to be a better way rather than breathing in chemicals all day you want your kids to be out in the in the fresh air but you don't want them to be breathing in chemicals and a lot of the horses were allergic to the fly sprays too so trial and error and here we are we found something that actually works it is 100% natural, organic, and it's safe and effective. How did you start development? Were you mixing it in your basement? or? How yeah, did, yes, that... in the garage. <laughs> in the garage. And, you know, luckily I had a lot of test subjects here to, you know, here's batch B and here's batch F and let's see what works. We even tried some with being in Gilroy. We tried some garlic oil that did not work you cannot put a small enough amount of garlic to not let it overpower you so trial and error research what plants are effective at keeping bugs away and yet still safe on your skin and here we go we got it (laughs) Uh, you don't have to tell us about your proprietary formula but how many different oils are in the the combination there's six Six oils. Six oils. And yeah, how did very you Very minute up? amount, too, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it smells great. Work. Yeah. 
no eucalyptus, no neem, no tea tree, none of the, you know, no citronella, the usuals that a lot of people and animals are allergic to and can be very irritating to the skin. And then how do you get those oils to mix in a solution? Because if you use water, it doesn't Right, right. So it's an organic base, which is derived from corn and coconut vegetables. And it just, you know, it's a small amount that just keeps everything suspended. And does that also, because they're oils instead of water-soluble stuff, does that keep it on the animal much longer? Yeah, it is water-soluble. It will wash off. It does not leave an oily residue at all. That was the one thing, you know, there is an oil-based fly spray out there that, you know, the horses are oily and they they lay down and they're covered in dirt. This one, it, it goes on and, you know, you've tried it, you've smelled it. It smells great, but the smell dissipates enough that we don't smell it anymore but it's still there for the, the flies, the insects. And it works on mosquitoes, ticks, not just flies. I do notice that it seems to last pretty much all day. Late in the evening, I'll go out there and sometimes the horses will, the flies will start gathering around them again. But for the most part, you know, if I take a commercial fly spray, say the farrier's coming out in the morning and spray the horse, you know, if I do that at six in the morning when he comes out, by the time I get up uh, lunchtime, those flies are back all over the horse again. So right, yeah, yeah. No, it does last. And if you, you know, if you like, I've got, <laughs> I probably have thirty horses here, and I can't go around every hour and a half and spray everybody. Right. Have a life. So I find if I spray a new horse comes in, I spray them thoroughly day one, maybe again in the evening for two days, I'll spray them two or three times a day. And then, you know, once a day does it, they're good for the day. What made you want to develop this into a company? It was needed. I know a lot of horses that are allergic to the fly sprays out there and horses that are allergic to flies. And I have one that's allergic to both flies and the fly sprays there has to be a better way i just there you know and i'm working out in the field with the veterinary world spraying it all day people that have you know stables they're spraying it you're breathing that in the animals are breathing that in there had to be something better so you know and i i want to be you know if i have kids here i want them to be comfortable and their parents to be comfortable using something on the horse so the horse isn't kicking and swatting and yet it's safe for the animals and the kids but you're going up against you know the big guys yeah uh, the big manufacturers and when you go into the tax store you see all the big you know we all know the names of them right you, you see those big guys that's kind of a daunting little challenge that you have yeah it is <laughs> it's uh it's a challenge uh i i would say my largest hurdle is to get the consumer to try it the first time. The consumer, the store owner, like I've tried the, or, you know, the, the natural stuff. It doesn't work. You know, it, it, it smells great, but it doesn't work. And just getting them to try it the first time is the biggest hurdle. And once they do, I would say 95% of the time they're return customers. But, you know, and the stores don't want to take me on just because, yeah, we've tried the organic, we've tried the natural, it doesn't work, 
You know, we don't want to invest in something we're going to have on the shelf. And I'm like, try it, just try it. Right. When I first got into horses, which was uh, at age 50, I, you know, that I heard something about, I think it was Avon, Skin So Soft. I might right. have the details wrong. And yeah. you put that in something and you mix it with this and you mix it with that. Right. It's like, you know, I want to ride my horse. I don't want to, I don't want to be a chemist mixing up stuff in my kitchen and trying to figure out if it works and tracking down all those ingredients and finding the bottles to put them in and finding the sprayers and doing all that stuff. Exactly. And then you're not even sure it works. So, you know, you just go to the tax store, you look at the, I'm sure I did this like just like everybody is that you find the cheapest one first because they're pretty darn expensive at the exactly. tax store. Yeah. And then you go, well, this one doesn't work. Well, let me, let me try the one that's $5 more. Then let me try the one that's $5 more than that. You end up looking at the ingredients and many of them are quite the same. So right. you know, it just depends on the company and they have about the same effectiveness, which isn't all that long lasting. Right. You know, part of what we do here on the World Podcast is I like to support new businesses and I like to see how they go about doing it. I mean, you took an idea and tried to develop it into a company. Did you bottle it first yourself and sell it to your friends to see how that worked? And then did you, are you having it mass produced now for you? Well, yeah, I started in my garage and I'm still in my garage. (laughs) (laughs) But part of that is I don't have enough of a market out there yet that I need to move into a larger space, but I hope to get there. I don't think I'll ever pass that manufacturing off to someone else unless I got huge. I like the control. I like to make sure that measurements are correct. And the pricing, I like to be in control of that. I think it should be reasonably priced, which I think it is, because people that have horses, we pay enough for hay and boarding and tack. You don't need to spend all your money on fly control. It doesn't have to be that expensive. And it works. You know, try it. It works. It's less expensive. It's safer. But yeah, I started out in my garage, had my friends try it. I have a farrier in town that will not work on horses if they don't use my spray. <laughs> like, I'm not working on a horse that has some na- you know, chemicals on it. I won't do it. So he brings his own and he sells it to them. And Word of mouth, mostly. And then I started getting stores across the country, but few and far between. Again, it's just the battle of give it a try. It's natural. It does work. And how many products do you actually have? I have the spray and two sizes, and then I have a fly stick, which is like a giant chapstick. It does the same thing. It's great for horses that need it under their belly or around their eyes or stick it in your pocket when you go trail riding. In fact, I have a donkey that the flies you know, just eat her alive, but you cannot spray her. Oh. But I can put the the stick on her legs, and which is where the flies attack her. And she's good to go. She lost all her hair before I came up with that. And so I put that on her, you know, once a day all during the summer. And she's good. Flies don't touch her. And that might be good for uh, around wounds as well if a horse. Yeah. Yeah. I have sprayed my spray and the the stick on wounds. And it, it works fine and doesn't affect the healing. And I also bottle it for people with dogs. 
it works great on dogs. Oh, very good. So you you have two sizes of spray. What sizes are those? So the 32 ounce for the horses, and then I have a 12 ounce for, you know, people that don't have horses, but have dogs. And then the, the stick is the two and a half ounce, I think, the fly mm-hmm. stick, and then the gallon. When you were own personal animals, do you use it on everything, the goats, the pigs, the donkeys? Yes. Chickens, probably not, but. I have sprayed it on the chickens when they oh, have, yeah. yeah, I have sprayed it on the chickens. I've sprayed it on the pigs when I can catch them. <laughs> they see me coming. <laughs> the cow is another story. I cannot spray him, but I can secretly put it on my hands and then wipe it on him before he knows what I'm doing. <laughs> He's got to be fast. But yeah, I've, everything here is a test tester and they've all, they've all got it. And I've had some that, you know, the first two times I sprayed them, I had to chase them down and hang on to them because they hated this, just being sprayed, the sound. And then once, you know, I spray it on them and now they actually come up and ask for it. I have horses that were scared to death of spray before. And I don't know, my guess is maybe the lavender is a little bit calming mm-hmm. and they don't hate it so much as the chemicals that irritate them. Yeah, everybody here gets sprayed with it. Another reason I... I wanted something better. Being in the small animal veterinary world, I unfortunately saw patients come in that people had their horses and their dogs and it was very bad fly season and they sprayed their dogs with chemical fly spray and it did not turn out well. It's very poisonous. It's not a good thing when people lose a pet for trying to make them comfortable. Right. I found that with my horses, they don't seem to mind being sprayed at all. They didn't have a big problem with it, but I spray them first thing in the morning and they're they're actually looking for the breakfast, but they hold pretty still while I spray them. And I don't know if I'm doing this right or not, but I spray the outside of the fly mask and yeah, then let yeah. it dry and then I put it on. So that way, because it's always hard to get around their noses and around their mouth. I have one horse that likes to slosh his water all <laughs> over the place. And then that just draws the flies in. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I spray the fly masks and I'll wipe it on their faces. And yeah, it's all, and you know, it's safe for your dog not to worry. I understand one of your border horses was allergic to not only the flies, but fly spray. Yeah. Poor thing. <laughs> she couldn't win. <laughs> no. Yeah. Goodness. She'd get hives and sores from the flies and then sprayer with the chemical, you know, over-the-counter fly sprays, and she'd break out and get little scabs, and she was just a mess. And they even tried, oh, the spot-on fly stuff, and that was just the raw scab peeling. So she wasn't very good at keeping the fly sheet on. She's just, you know, a mess. So once we got this fly spray going, I was like, all right, well, let's try it and hope it doesn't break out. And she's been great. She's got all her hair back. She doesn't break out. She's not allergic to it. Sees me with the bottle in my hand and she comes running up and asks for it. B is her name. She's old. Oh, old Arabian mare. She's got all her hair and no scabs. And wow. And how long have you been spraying her with this? Uh, probably about six years. So this yeah. isn't a new adventure for you. You've been working on this for some time. It's just not like you formulated it last month in in your garage right no no i've been at it for about six seven years 
So it's been well tested. It's still working. How long have you settled on this particular formula? About six years ago. Yeah, this was the one that worked and, and hung on, you know, stayed effective through the day and continued. I was worried that once I got out of this area or into another state that maybe the flies were different. <laughs> they would be immune to it. And luckily it's, it's been great. You know, even I even have a store in Hawaii and I was like, really the Hawaiian flies? So, yeah. He's like, this is great. I'm like, Oh, good. <laughs> I, you know, I think flies are, are fairly universal. I think uh, they, yeah. might, they, they might vary in size, but they, they probably evolved much along the same pattern. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. And then, you know, mosquitoes, people say, well, we don't have flies, but we have mosquitoes. And I'm like, well, I hear it works really well on mosquitoes. And they try it and they, yep, it works really good on mosquitoes. And then people that go camping with their horses, they get the ticks. And I said, well, I don't have ticks around here, so let me know how it works. And they come back and they go, oh, my God. I usually have to pull so many ticks. I had no ticks. And oh, I go hiking with my dog and I spray it on my dog and I have no ticks. And I'm like, awesome. And it does. It smells great. It smells very pleasant. And I'm happy you developed this. I'm happy that you've uh, put it out to the public. And just so people know, yes, you did send me a couple of bottles to try on my horse. But that's your challenge is to get people to try it. And I do plan on buying a gallon of it as soon as I run out of these two bottles. It'll last a long time, though. I'm very happy with it. My horses are pretty happy with it. So I think I'm going to continue using this for quite some time. That's great. Love to hear it. So excited. So if people want to give Stop Bugging a chance, mm-hmm. they want to give it a try, how do they go about doing it? First of all, you can... Contact my website at stopbuggin.net and you can place an order there. And always, I always say, contact your local feed, tax store, wherever you buy your supplies and ask them to carry it. Give it a try and, you know, contact me and we can discuss it. Do you have plans for coming out with larger sizes, like perhaps a gallon? Yeah, I do have gallons. I do have gallon refills, yes. And I'm working on seeing about getting into like automatic fly systems some of the barns have and how it would work. I haven't actually tried it as a premise spray. I've only had it as on the animal spray. So working on that, we'll see. I did, I did spray it around my front door because flies, and I sprayed it on my baseball cap too, but flies tend to follow <laughs> me around. They follow right. me in the house. So I said, you know what, I'm going to try this around the front door and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I know. When I'm making it, I don't have flies in our house. We usually had flies, so many flies out here. But since I've been making it in my garage, so the smell is around, I don't have flies in the house anymore. Since we talked about it being affordable, how much is a 32-ounce bottle? Uh, $19.95, free shipping. It's $19.95 for a 32-ounce bottle of fly spray? I mean, some of the products in the feed store are a lot more expensive than 1995 for 32 ounces and and you throw in free shipping free shipping every time every bottle every gallon free wow. shipping now, now we're we go around the world so that's probably just in the continental united states i would imagine 
Right. I have sent some to Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and Canada. Awesome. Yeah. So your recommendation is that if somebody wants to try your fly spray, they look you up on the website, order it from your website, and then take that in. When they, when they start getting low, they take that bottle to their favorite tax store, talk to the manager and say, here's Michelle's information. Can you order it from her and have it on the shelf and I'll buy it? Right. Yes. Encourage their local store to try it. In an ideal world, that's, that's what we'd hope to do. Right. The more stores we have it in, the better. I'm glad that you took some time out of your day to share the trials and tribulations of being a woman in business in uh, this day and age, and happy to see that you're continuing to develop this business. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a challenge, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I enjoy it. That will do it for this episode. Yeah, you might be saying, well, John... That was a 20-minute commercial for fly spray. Yep. In the 10 years I've been doing this, I haven't recommended many products. Why this one? A couple of reasons. First, everyone I know struggles with flies on their horses. It's a universal problem. This product worked on all three of our horses. It's pleasant smelling and it has natural, non-chemical ingredients. It's priced competitively compared to other chemical fly sprays. Michelle is based in Gilroy, California, which is just up the road from Bakersfield. So it's kind of like helping a neighbor. She's a woman running her own business. She's out there getting it done, and I think it's important to support that. I hope if you need fly spray, you'll head over to stopbuggin.net. And that's spelled funny. It's S-T-O-P-B-U-G-G-N dot net. That's dot net, not dot com. And of course, I'll have the link in the description at wopodcast.com. Thanks, Michelle, for coming on the show and sharing your story with us. If you have any comments about this show or ideas for future shows, reach out to me. Email john at wopodcast.com or connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram under the name Woe Podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast with your friends and writing buddies. Until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.